They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, if you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather. Weirds of a feather. Ah! Room sound. Oh. Sounds in the room. Oh. I don't know if you heard my neck cracking, but I, I got to stretch. Stretch from the crawl. Yeah, we had a big crawl. Ooh. Stretch it out. Feeling good. Feeling limber and loose. That's what the crawl is all about. Yep. Yep. I'm I'm converted. I'm a crawlaholic. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Already? Yeah. That was fast. <laughs> Only took three minutes of crawling. So just like meth. Once you're one hit and you're addicted. That's what they say about crawling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why babies are so into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we ever walked. I don't know. We should have stuck to crawling. No, yep. it's hard. It's a lot of work. I don't know how babies do it. Yeah. That's because babies are just ripped. <laughs> ripped babies. Ripped babies. You know what? I feel like we're like the on those shows where you have like the last two of Survivor. We're just kind of like sitting here in awe because everybody around us has COVID. Yes. And we're just kind of like sitting here like, hmm, okay. This is odd. Yeah. Why us? Living my hermit life. Probably because I live like a hermit. Well, you live like a hermit. I don't live like like a hermit. I live... Uh, not, I don't live an exciting light, but, uh, life, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I am I'm out and about. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't gotten it. Yeah. Knock on wood. Watch, like, next week's episode is canceled because Kristen's dead. <laughs> well, I shouldn't be quite joking the about, <laughs> shouldn't be joking about COVID, but... Eh, I mean, two years in. Yeah, I feel like it's just... And here's the thing, like, I never stopped working. Like, it was business as usual, kind of. At the hospital. So it's never, I've never like, you know, I didn't get time off. I didn't get like, mm. let's convert to work from home, which is good because I wouldn't have gotten anything done. I have to be at a place that's separate from my, this is why I come to your house to record. We'd never get anything done at my place. Well, also, I'm allergic as fuck to oh, your yeah, cats. Yeah. And now I have two. Well, I didn't adopt another one, but we've, our family has grown by one and he's adorable. Anyway. Should we... <laughs> I don't know where to start. Should we start the episode? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Be welcome. <laughs> Two weirds of a feather. Oh, new intro song. Yep. Delete the ukulele. We're doing a new one. Yep. It's just that. Weirds of a feather. Welcome. We flock <laughs> together. Welcome. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. That's so much better. Yeah. The people are going to like it, I think. Yeah. It's, uh, I like the uh, causticness of it, you know? That's not a real word, but you get the point. That is a real word. Uh, the cacophony. That's what I meant oh. to say. The cacophony. Cacophony? The- <laughs> <laughs> and I will never say that word the same way again. It's got to be cacophony. <laughs> Oh, so awful. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome. I am your host, Grace. I am your host, Kristen. This is... Oh, are we going to say it together? Where's the weather? Oh, we nailed it. <laughs> the ADHD adjacent podcast. We're on it today. I'm feeling... They don't call a synchronized night boat for yeah. nothing. We really got that synchronization down. Yeah, it's, uh, it's perfect. That really, really nailed it. So I wanted to open the show up today with just a little tidbit because I'm so upset that I forgot to mention this. My wonderful friend Kylie, once again, we're talking about Kylie. Sup. Also, before I start, I realized that I totally forget that we're recording an actual podcast. I feel like we're just talking. Yeah. To the point where now when I listen to episodes, I realize we'll just throw out names as if everyone knows these Everybody people. Everybody knows Kylie, we don't you say, silly yes. goose. But with other people, we'll just be like, oh, yeah, the other day Haley did this <laughs> without like our friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just as if everyone listening knows all yep. these people. So They do. Now you do. Yep. Our friends are your friends. Uh, it's a big family. Yes. So Kylie is essentially 
just our podcast caretaker and really just my life caretaker as well, because she brought up the fact, I'm so upset I forgot to mention this, when we did our planner episode, Kylie and I actually came up with a genius invention for a planner for ADHDers called the Peekaboo Planner. Oh my God. (laughs) Is this like for babies or? Nope. This is for adults. Oh, okay. Get out of your babies. Yeah. Not for you. <laughs> Could you imagine a little baby with a planner being like, oh, I can't make right. it on Tuesday. Yeah, I have a 9.30. I, 9.30 shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not rescheduling this. I can't work around it. I've yeah. already rescheduled twice. Yeah. Um, no, the peak of a planner, the whole concept is, so Kylie's very, she doesn't have ADHD, first of all. Very much does not have ADHD. Oh, she's, I don't know what she is. But she's not ADHD. Yeah. She is very good with planners and scheduling, stuff like that. Yeah. And we were talking about if we ever work together, she would have a lot on her hands of dealing with me yeah. and keeping me organized yeah. on schedule. Because in ADHD, we both have the problem of almost like a lack of object permanence, kind of like babies, where if we don't see something all the time, we almost forget it exists. Oh, it's yeah. not quite the same as babies and object permanence, but it's pretty much the same concept. So we have trouble with object permanence but if we see an object too much we have object blindness Mm. where if you look at something too many times your brain just kind of starts to ignore it like how you were talking about like nurses get like the beeping oh the alarm fatigue yeah yes so with adhd we get that but with like looking at something like if i make a sticky note and put it somewhere that's not helpful because my brain will just start to block it out it's like i see the sticky note but i'm Mm -hmm. not like processing the Uh. sticky note and then it's like now it's just a part of the scenery in my house and I don't register it as something that I need to like, Your house read. is full of stickies. Yes. But, but could you imagine? It's full of like notepads. Floor to ceiling started. Stickies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I told Kylie all of this and I said, that's the problem with a planner. If I see it too much, I'll ignore it. But if I don't see it, I'll forget it exists. Mm. So like once again, that sucks for ADHD. <laughs> so we came up with this idea called the Peekaboo Planner. I don't know the physics of it yet. Not sure how it works. But the concept is that sometimes it'll appear and sometimes it won't. Oh. <laughs> so sometimes you'll see it and then you're like, oh, there's my planner. I better check it. But then sometimes it's not there. It's got like a cloaking device. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Something like, like, like that. Harry Potter. What does he have? Avada Kedavra! <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what he has. <laughs> The invisibility <laughs> That was very Voldemort. That was good. That's a good impression on it. No. It's paid off. Uh, yeah, kind of an invisibility cloak. Well, how we were going to do it, I think Kylie would hide it for me sometimes and then like put it on my desk other times. But obviously not everyone can have a Kylie in their life. So if only. Maybe this can be a business so much to start, just not us. Someone help us invent this peekable planner. Mm. But that's our business idea. I think the military would probably want that technology. If you had like an invisibility cloak. You're right. This is a lucrative. It starts with a planner. (laughs) It ends with war. (laughs) (laughs) Starts with (laughs) peekaboo. Kylie also was the one that had to remind me of the sad girl sweet potatoes that I can't believe I forgot. So as much as I love my ADHD ears and all my ADHD friends, it's also good to have some friends who aren't ADHD because their memories work. And isn't that nice? It's good to have a mix. (laughs) Yes. Non-ADHD ears, I guess, have other good qualities as well that are valuable to the friendship. They have lots of good qualities. We shouldn't just use them for their strong memories, right? We should use them for their lovely personalities and their ability to stick with things. Yeah. I don't know. Plan things. Plan. advance yeah and like, that's why i go on vacation with neurotypicals smart it's it's great because they do a lot of the planning into the future like oh, i've booked our flights like six months ahead of time and you're like great yeah you and i have never gone on a vacation together this, we think about never it, will because no one's there to plan, no one's there to plan. <laughs> if you need last minute hiking recommendations i think we've talked about this in the last episode my like last minute social mm. mobilization skills Yes, you yeah, are good at that's, that. Yeah, that's what I'm good at, you know? But we have no one to actually, like, get yeah. us to the trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> for sure. I just, you know what it is? I need someone to just, like, block off days and be like, hey, take this vacation day. Sorry, sorry. I'm, like, karate chapping. You're always banging. I'm just a banger. <laughs> a banger. <laughs> just a banger. I'll put my hands in my pockets. Perfect. Play with your little sensory Oh, where's my dino. Fidgesaurus. Fidgesaurus. There we go. Um, if, uh, I, uh, mm. <laughs> I forgot where we were, but it doesn't even matter. No. no. Anyway. All right. Anyway, yeah. our ADHD topic for today yeah. is executive dysfunction. Yes. Trying to make it sound fun because it's not. It's detrimental. <laughs> yeah. It's really like the hardest thing in my life. Yep. Executive dysfunction. Beep, right. beep, beep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so today we have an article from Kristen's favorite magazine, Attitude, Attitude. Magazine. Yeah. yeah. Called Read it yes. quarterly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but no more. I read it once. Yeah, quarterly. Oh, man. Yeah. So our article is titled, What is Executive Function? Seven Deficits Tied to ADHD by our main man, Dr. Russell Bark. Rusty Bark. Rusty Bark. Russell Barkley is his full name. Uh, but we just call him Rusty Bark. That's yep. his nickname. We're very close friends. Yep. So the article will be in the show notes under resources. So check that out. But he starts by saying, quote, Executive function is the cognitive process that organizes thoughts and activities, prioritizes tasks, manages time efficiently, and makes decisions. Executive function skills are the skills that help us establish structures and strategies. God, there are a lot of S's in this. Yep. For managing projects and determine the actions required to move each project forward. Individuals with executive dysfunction often struggle to analyze, plan, organize, schedule, and complete tasks at all or on deadline. They misplace materials, prioritize the wrong things, yep, yep. and get overwhelmed by big projects. Yep. 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 So I can relate to all of those things. All of those things. I know that we've kind of talked about executive functioning a little bit offhandedly on this podcast before, but we wanted to talk more in depth about what that actually means. I always forget that not everyone knows all this stuff and we kind of just like say it. So I thought it'd be really good to go into what the different executive functions are and how it impacts us. Executive function. What's your dysfunction? All of it. Misplacing materials and prioritizing chaos. That was that didn't work out right. <laughs> we cut that one out. It was some no, nope, leave uh, it in. No, yep. it was a bad one. Well, I you should be the, the editor because uh, I'm gonna leave it in. Uh dang it. <laughs> We should do like some sort of song, like executive, like executive function. What's your dysfunction? Yeah. I like it. I like how we were function, the function. Yeah. That's my favorite part. <laughs> As you were saying. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> no, always interrupt with a song. Yeah. That was lovely. So from the article, it says the term executive functioning was coined in the 1970s by Carl Pribam. Carl Marx. Yep. No, this is all Marxism. Yep. By Carl Pribam, whose research indicated that the executive functions are mediated primarily by the prefrontal cortex. Oh, so the it. prefrontal cortex, if you'll remember, is our butler that we are talking about. The one that we don't really have very good butlers. Your shit butler. <laughs> yeah, your <laughs> shitty butler. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. The executive functions are all in the prefrontal cortex, which is essentially our butlers. There are seven different executive functions, and we will go through them now. Executive functioning is judged by the strength of these seven skills. The first one is self-awareness. It says, simply put, this is self-directed attention. For this one, you know, it's like thinking about your own behaviors and paying attention to oh. yourself and what you do and why you do things. And I think this one is why I didn't realize I had ADHD for so long, even though I was literally learning about executive functioning in grad school. And then I was working with students on it all the time when I was an SLP. But because I didn't have much self-awareness or self-reflection, I didn't even really think to consider my own executive functioning or like analyze my own behaviors and my skills and lack thereof. I also always had trouble working on executive functioning consistently with kids and now I know why uh, because I don't have them myself the teacher has become the student yes I would uh. come up with all these like grand ideas of ways I would work on it and then it would last like three days and then it would fall by the wayside <laughs> and then I would feel shitty nice and repeat <laughs> Yep, so that's the first one. Kristen, what's our next All one? Right, the next one is inhibition, also known as self-restraint. Mm. I think this kind of relates to, I was thinking about this, I would say a lot, but it wasn't. I was thinking about this for like a half second. But to me, this kind of feels like, you know, we know that people with ADHD have increased struggles with addiction. And part of that is because we just naturally have less dopamine. So we're seeking out this like positive reinforcement, this dopamine, this feeling of goodness mm -hmm. anyway. And sometimes that can come out in like addiction, like alcohol or meth, gambling, yeah, anything. Uh, TikTok. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. Anything that gives you dopamine, we can become addicted right, to. Right. TikTok is out of control. Um, yeah. I'm out of control. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know, you have less dopamine. So you're seeking out, you're, you're doing these behaviors that seek out dopamine that may be risky, maybe not so much. And then we have less inhibition. So it's, or self-restraint. So it's even harder for us to quit. So it's kind of like a double, 
a double whammy, mm. double negative of, you know, we're more prone. We have less dopamine to start with. And then it's just going to be that much harder for us to quit said addiction. Yeah. Smoking's another one. I was Ooh. trying to think of other. Smoking is incredibly hard to quit. Well, smoking is a big one for ADHDers. A lot of ADHDers self-medicate with nicotine because mm. nicotine both stimulates you but calms you at the same time. Mm. So it really is like the ideal ADHD medication if you think about it because yep. the problem with stimulant medication for ADHD is sometimes you're a little too stimulated and then you feel like jittery or anxious. So nicotine you know, gets you hyped up and focused and energized, but it also keeps your nerves calm. You know what the, I'm not going to say the best treatment, but one of the first treatments for ADHD, hmm. methamphetamines, because it yes. directly increases your dopamines. And that's exactly, not directly. I think it's indirectly. It'll look at the pharmacology again, but increases how much your dopamine receptors are firing, hmm. which is why you feel so great. And that's what we're exactly lacking but meth is also very bad, as is smoking. And we could talk about smoking all day because I deal with a lot of smokers mm -hmm. at my job and I can tell you horror stories, but I won't. <laughs> but addiction is a really big reason for why it's so important for people who have ADHD to know that they have ADHD. Because if you're not on medication, for those who do need medication, it's not like you're just well, some people do just raw dog it. But most people mm -hmm. seek out a different form of stimulant if yeah. they're not medicated. Do you have any addictions? Um, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, you don't have to share. Weed is probably a big one. Ooh. I don't know if I want to say that on here, but okay. I said it. Okay. Uh, it's more of a, I don't know. I guess that would be my biggest one, probably. My biggest one is caffeine. Oh, yeah. Caffeine uh, as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of <laughs> At one point, I think this summer when I was working a bunch, I think I was up to three cups of like large coffees a day. Mm. Sometimes four. It's mm -hmm. Like three to four. Like that's too much. TikTok, I would say, right now is my biggest addiction. Coffee is just going to be a thing that I have. Yes. I had a coffee hangover today because I didn't get it in time. Mm. Well, withdrawing. yeah, it's a physical addiction. Yeah, it is a physical addiction. Yeah. But TikTok right now is my mm. biggest, I think, my biggest addiction. Yep, it is. It's, I would say. Uh, I'm, I'm out of control. I talk about it. I think I've talked about TikTok every fucking episode. I think the only reason I'm not addicted to it is because I am medicated. Mm. And even then, I'm medicated, but you wouldn't know it. <laughs> should be my yeah. personal slogan. We need a sticker of that. <laughs> yes. So I still have trouble with, with... like a bottle of pills. <laughs> yes. My Vivans bottle. Wait, listen up our artist in residence. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Please make that for us. Yeah. He did so well with the Arm Armstrong. I love that Arm Armstrong. Yeah. But yeah, it can be really dangerous for people with ADHD to not know that they have it, especially if you need medication, because you're not just going to go without it. You're going to find a different way to self-medicate. And often that self-medication is worse than actual medication. Meth is terrible for yes, you. Yes, it's much better to be on Adderall than to be on meth. Surprise, yep. surprise. Number three, nonverbal working memory. That's another executive function. So this is the ability to hold things in your mind, essentially visual imagery, how well you can picture things mentally. Mm. And this is a conversation for another day. I don't want to get into this now because I don't have enough knowledge, but I feel like I have a surprisingly strong nonverbal working memory for an ADHDer, mm -hmm. but I don't think in pictures. Like when I close my eyes, it's just black. I think in thoughts, if that makes sense. Like, I don't see anything when I close my eyes. I feel like I can do both. I don't see anything. I close my eyes. Okay, think of beach ball. I got a beach ball. I got nothing. Like, it's just nothing. You just know the concept yes, of a beach ball. Yes, I understand. I know what a beach ball looks like. I could draw you a beach ball. Yeah. But it's like I think about it conceptually. I'm not picturing it. And I never even thought about that before. I didn't really analyze how I think. I thought everyone thought that way. I need to do some more research into it. I'm still trying to process it. But I guess I just didn't even realize that when people talk about like seeing, picturing something in their minds that they're actually like picturing it. <laughs> That's weird for me. That is weird. I guess, yeah, I kind of don't picture it. I just know the thought of it. But if I try really, really hard, I can picture a beach ball. See, I can't. I'll have to have that conversation another time. I need to look into it. I'm but... trying. <laughs> beach ball. All right. Ugh. Enough of the beach ball. My brain hurts. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. All right. Number four. Oh, that's me. Yep. Similar but different. Uh, verbal working memory. Self-speech, internal speech. Most people think of this as their inner monologue, which I think, speaking of TikTok, just kind of trended on TikTok. Fun fact, Grace. Everybody get a pen. <laughs> no, you don't need a pen. Just listen. <laughs> just listen. <laughs> Some people just don't have an inner monologue. And I, I think that's just wild. Like, I can't even. How what do you, goes on in there? What, what are they? Th what? I, 
What are I have those no words. thoughts? Like, how do you think your thoughts? You don't have an inner monologue. So, so the TikTok was a boyfriend talking to his girlfriend about this, and basically she was saying that she can't think a thought unless she like verbalizes it. What? Right. What? I know. What? There are so many things Whoa. that the world is saved from, from the fact that I don't have to verbalize them. Yes, same. But yeah. also, like, what's going on in her head? Like, is, she pic- is she thinking in pictures? Maybe she's thinking in pictures. But she can't just, like, she have, can't a just have a conversation in her conversation head? in her head. Wow, think of the peace. I know. <laughs> Can you I, imagine? Like, I feel like I have, like, probably, like, like, at least two to three conversations happening on in my brain at the same time. All the time. All the time. I'll be thinking about my train of thought. I'll, like, have a thought about my monologue. I'll be thinking two different monologues. Yeah. I usually have one that's like a list in my head of like things I need to do and forgetting and re-remembering that list. And that's just constantly in a circle. And then the other one's just like a fun conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can't really imagine not having that inner monologue. Yeah. Wow. Must be so quiet. Yeah. It's just it blew my mind. And if you don't have an inner monologue, please write us in. I need to know more about this. Yes. I... We will interview you on the show. We will have a whole episode dedicated to your non-inner monologue, your outer monologue. (laughs) (laughs) And same with thinking in pictures and being able to picture things. Like if you know what we're talking about. Absolutely. Write us on in. Yes. If you have thoughts on one or both of those things, please let us know because I just I don't know much about it and I'm curious. Like just such foreign concepts to me that I just need to know more about this. I just have I have questions. Yes, but I don't want to take the time to research. Yeah, they're in my inner monologue. <laughs> yes. All right. Number five. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Emotional self-regulation. Mm. That's another executive function. So this is the ability to take the previous four executive functions and use them to manipulate your own emotional state. Whoa. Wait. This means learning to use words, images, and your own self-awareness to process and alter how we feel about things. Do people do that? Wait. <laughs> You what? just alter how you feel about something? You just like think about something logically and then you're just like, actually, I feel better because I processed it. Wait. What? <laughs> wow. Oh, wild. oh, my God. So wait, you just think about something for a while. So, you know what? If I get <laughs> if I get mad, I usually just like I take a day and I usually forget about it. That's that's how I process it. Or I like I guess I take time to like logically process it in my brain and feel better about it. But or, I don't, you know what? Bury it down deep. Yeah, that's that's my number <laughs> Don't one. Don't think of it. Just hide it right in there. All right. So people with executive functions, they take, they combine their self-awareness, their inhibition, their nonverbal working memory, and their verbal working memory, and they use this to process and alter how they feel about something. Like they just like First logically, of all, why would you want to? They logically like think about it and then just like uh, process it themselves. I guess I'm why confused. would you want to logically? I, I guess no. I I know why you want to logically want to chill, but like you don't have to change how you feel about a lot of things. Well, you don't have to change it, but I guess you can just like process it. Oh, oh, is this like feeling we, your emotions? Feeling your emotions? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't you know, know. I grew up in the Catholic Church, and we don't do that very well. <laughs> bury those deep down inside yeah so clearly we have difficulty with emotional self-regulation if we did not even realize that people do this all right kristen number six okay (laughs) i'm moving on i'm having a hard time moving on these are all really upsetting yeah um (laughs) self-motivation oh no 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 this is tough yep this is how well you can motivate yourself to complete a task when there is no immediate external consequence or reward, I would add on that one. Mm, yes. This combined with our reduced ability to picture the future and to like, quote, feel time, which is a concept that we can't do. Mm-mm. It's baffling that we can even motivate ourselves to do anything at all, ever. Like, uh, how do we do things? I got here. We wrote an episode. I know. How? I don't know. Yeah. Self-motivation is difficult to say the least. Yeah. And that is, so this also ties into the butler and angry neighbor analogy where I guess neurotypical people and people who don't have trouble with executive functioning are using like their executive functions to self-motivate as opposed to us who have to wait for the limbic system, aka emotions, aka the angry neighbor to motivate us. Yeah. Also, if it's like a delayed response reward or something, Mm. I'm just not going to do it. Same. That immediate gratification. This is why, you know, when you do surgery, like things like appendectomies, where you take out an appendix, 
it's like one of the most satisfying things, I think. Patient comes in, they're like, I'm in so much pain, I hurt. And you're like, "Uh, let's take it out. You take it out and they're like, wow, I feel better. And then they go home the next day, you're like, wow. It's so satisfying compared to something like lung cancer. And these are analogies that we can all relate to. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Totally. I know exactly what you mean. But, but. It's that immediate gratification. It's like you had a thing. It was really mm. ugly. It was really bad, causing a lot of pain. You take it out. They feel great. They go home. You do your your hero. Mm. Well, especially when it's like you're supposed to be setting the self-motivation for yourself. Like you're supposed to give yourself a reward at the end of it. Like people yeah. who would say like, oh, if I do this, I can have a cookie. Yeah. Or like I'll put gummy bears at different sections of my reading. And each time I reach it, I'll mm. eat a gummy bear. No, I'm just going to eat it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I or know. I could have that or cookie could now just, uh, and not do the, the work. Yeah, yeah. And that's tomorrow Grace's problem. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Problem solved until tomorrow. The future me is still me. Uh, uh, I always forget that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably a better analogy. Yes. <laughs> You're a lot better with analogies than I am. Well, it's just a little more You know what? Someone who works general. in healthcare is going to really appreciate that. Yes, that one person. That will one person. Love your and, analogies. And then and they'll never write in, but that's okay. We know you're out there. Yeah. All right. And number seven. Yeah. Planning and problem solving. No, that's not a thing. Expert. Huh. Ex- you know what? I'm a problem solver. I'm a problem solver I'm also. I'm a practical lady. I'm good at problem solving. The planning, not so much. All right. Yeah. So it says experts sometimes like to think of this as self-play. Ew, oh, no. I don't like that. Nope. How we play with information in our minds to come up with the new ways of doing something. By taking things apart and recombining them in different ways, we're planning solutions to our problems. See, I feel like I'm very good at that. I feel like I'm very good at that, but I feel like... I bring a lot of my own problems to myself. Mm. So it's me solving my own problems, but the problems I caused in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So or, or I come up with a solution. Maybe a little bit of planning. Yes. Or I come up with a solution, but then don't have the follow through and motivation to actually yes. like do yes. the problem solving. Absolutely. So I need someone to like solve my problems for me. Yes. I'll come up with the idea. You just like then go yeah. do the tasks the Executive for me. function to do that is yes. difficult. Yes. Yeah, I feel like we have the thought and creativity and nonlinear thinking behind being good at problem solving. But when it comes to executive functioning, we don't have that aspect of being able to like plan it out and then like follow through on it usually. Yeah. Yes. But I, the thoughts are there. And yeah. that's what matters, right? Yeah, sure. All right. So to wrap this article up, Dr. Russell Barkley says, Pressy set- Bark. Yep. Essentially, ADHD is an executive function deficit disorder. He calls it EFDD. Oh. The umbrella term ADHD is simply another way of referring to these issues. Oh. End quote. And I agree. I do think ADHD is a misnomer. I don't like it. It's not a deficit of attention. Like we've talked about, it's like almost too much attention where we're distracted by everything all the time forever and we're taking in information constantly and it's just like bombarding us. So, of course, we're not going to be able to focus on like friggin' math homework when like kids are playing out in the street. I want to go play with the kids on the street. So basically, ADHD really is an executive functioning disorder. That is like, for most of us, not everyone, but a lot of us, that is one of the biggest struggles with having ADHD. So I know that some people are trying to get the name changed and I don't know. I think that's a better name. Yeah. Also, I just think like, you know, there's been, I just feel like ADHD has just such a bad connotation and everybody's like you're faking it you're faking it because i just think the way that like i think when adhd was first diagnosed this is this is me just rambling mm, um it always is i just feel like there's not enough known about it and it's not really taught well in the medical community yes. so that often leads to either misdiagnosed or overdiagnosed or underdiagnosed and since and and so now you have this big stigma in the medical community like people just and then you know the whole academic community that wants to use Adderall or whatever for studying and stuff so now you just have like everybody's suspicious hmm. because there are those who use medications illicitly and so now there's this huge discrepancy between you know it's not as commonly diagnosed as depression depression you know you can just like look the wrong way and people are like why don't you try an ssri Mm. you know that is weird so I think a new anyway. So my thought with that, I'm sorry, Grace. I had a, a, my my conclusive thought is like maybe changing the name yeah. will give it a, a different branding. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Because I do notice whenever I talk to someone about ADHD, every single time, pretty much, I can see the same look in their eyes yep. where they kind of roll them and they're like, "Oh yeah, sure." You and don't then have I, it. Everybody's a little ADHD. Yes, and then I go into what it actually is when I talk about like the executive dysfunction and like those other struggles that we have trouble with outside of focus and people are like oh oh 
Like they had yeah. no idea. Just like I yeah. really didn't have much idea. No. So yeah, I think changing the name would be really helpful to get away from that stigma and maybe help get people the diagnosis that they need. Yeah. And also I don't like calling it like a a deficit. Like the yeah. deficit being in the title, that's shitty. I don't I don't know. I mean Well, the new title would still have deficit. I know. I don't like that. So I wish we could work around that. I like maybe that's why I like too much attention disorder. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I like the term neurodivergence. I know it's not referring to just ADHD. Mm-hmm. Other things fall under that umbrella. But the reason I like the word neurodivergence and I say it all the time is because it's not saying that there's a deficit. Divergence doesn't mean deficit. It just means different. Yeah. You know, just like neurotypicals aren't better than us. They're just have the standard brain that, you know, the majority of humans have. Yeah. Which they just is problematic in itself. But, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it has some benefits, but I think, you know, we I think we neurotypicals and neurodivergence both have pros and cons. Yes. You know, they work differently, yes. but they can work together. And they often do. And rah, rah, rah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, team. Yeah. Whew. All right. All right. Well, that was... Educational, and I'm still baffled about the... Uh, the self-regulation? Emotional self-regulation? No, the inner monologue. I know. Some people just don't have that. It, this will never leave me. I will think about this. I have a whole inner monologue about people <laughs> who don't have inner monologues. Yeah, it's a weird thought. It's a weird thought. All right, so let's transition awkwardly into our segments. Transition. Transition. Transition all day and transition all night. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. Thank you. Ah, all right. right. Welcome to Weirds of a Feather. (laughs) No, we already did that part. An ADHD adjacent podcast. I'm your host, Grace. And I'm your host, Kristen. (laughs) Should we get into it? (laughs) Yeah, let's get into this podcast. All right. right, Our ADHD topic for the day is executive. (laughs) We just had like 13 people just shut it off. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Like these girls. (laughs) Uh, No, we should get into our segments. Yep. Let's do Sick it. Oh, I just lost my place. Go back. I'm uh, Miss Gettle screaming at me in my <laughs> mind. Track. Track it. Uh, there it is. All right. Okay. Little accomplishments, but big in our hearts. Nice. All right. On this uh, freezing cold Monday, Kristen, yeah. uh, what is your little accomplishment? Well, so my accomplishment was going to be that I'm wearing cream colored pants. Um, they're joggers. I love them. And I haven't spilled anything on them yet. But now that I look down, I think I spilled some yogurt on them. <laughs> I think. Do you see? But it's, oh, it's cream colored yeah, yogurt. Yes, I do so. see that yogurt. <laughs> I'll still count it yeah. as a win. You know, I just wanted yogurt on my pants, apparently. I don't even know how that happened, but. Uh, just you anyway, being you. This is, this is why I usually wear dark pants. Well, what a great accomplishment that yeah. is for you. So. <laughs> I was close. So you almost didn't spill anything on your <laughs> cream color pants. Little accomplishments, but big in our pants. <laughs> that is big in your pants. All right, good job. I'm proud of you. Almost. Uh, no, I'm proud of you. Are I you? mean, it's, to even put on, to even own cream color you know, pants is an gift, accomplishment, and they're just so freaking comfortable from someone who doesn't know you very well. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I would never give you cream colored anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. Well, thanks. I'm not proud of myself, but that's okay. Yes, you are. Be proud I'm, of yourself. I'm, that yogurt will come right off. And then will, you know what? I could have worse things on my pants. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. All What's right. your real accomplishment? <laughs> uh, my little accomplishment. So this morning, Ian and I took Lucy on a long morning walk. Nice. Even though it is about 20 degrees outside oh and extremely windy. So cold. And it probably feels like six degrees. And it's so windy. Oh, wait, wait. We can, we can check what the feels like temperature is. Mm. I always like to check those. It felt like fucking cold, but we did it, and I was proud of that. And this was also the, oh, it feels like thirteen right now. Right now, so this morning it was probably about six. Yeah, it won't it won't tell me what the feels like temperature is at nine a.m. this morning, but mm. that's okay. Well, it felt cold. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was cold, and it felt like cold. Yes, don't mind me throwing my phone. I know you're always making. I just I can't help noises. It. I am just making noises. You need more fidgets. I have I'll my. Put you in a straight jacket. <laughs> I what if we just pictures? tied your arms up while we were recording? I... <laughs> <laughs> like bust out of it. You just hear me, you like hear me jostling. <laughs> trying to break free. <laughs> I'm trying to put my hands in my pockets. My new cream colored pants yep. that have yogurt on them. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. Oh, wait, wait. I need my hands for this. Yes. And your mouth. 
<laughs> you need your mouth. I need my mouth. Some people call me spacey, some people call me fun, but I'm just quirky. Nice. Beautiful. No response from Lucy. I just, I, she baffles me. Yeah, she's very inconsistent. She's consistently inconsistent. Yeah, I wonder if she has an inner monologue. <laughs> I don't want to know what it is if she does. <laughs> I don't know how many thoughts are going mm. on in there. Oh, Michael, not a thought behind those eyes. <laughs> I love that TikTok. So today we have a listener writing in with some quirks. Woo! Yes. E. So thank you to Althea. Yeah. Who is a Gen Z. Not Ooh. to brag, but guys, we have a Gen Z listener. Brag, brag, brag. <laughs> brag, brag, brag. Look at us millennials yeah. appealing to the younger generation. Yeah, so, I feel so cool. <laughs> I'm sure she's still making fun of us. Yeah. Um, this but, is a very millennial thing to do. <laughs> yes. To even be excited about having a Gen Z listener is very millennial of us. <laughs> So thanks for joining us, Althea. We really appreciate yeah. it. Also, that's a really cool name. I know. I really like that. That's a cool name. So her first one says, my sophomore year of college, I took a macroeconomics Ooh. class. Yuck. Why? The professor required that we get a Wall Street Journal subscription. Oh. Three-ish years later, and I'm still paying $4 a month <laughs> for a subscription that I never, ever use because for some reason, Maine residents can't cancel online and I can't bring myself to call. Oh, I thought... <laughs> I thought, oh man, I thought you were, I thought she was going to say, and I can't bring myself to travel all the way down to Wall Street to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> what a road trip. That would be, that would be so awful. inconvenient. She says, I guess I'll be paying $4 a month until I die, yeah. or at least until I get a new debit card, whichever comes first. <laughs> so, you know, that always works out when you get like a new debit or credit card and then all your things that you don't want to pay for. Just get canceled. Well, my unsolicited advice to her was to just have your debit card stolen every two to three years, yeah. which will cancel all your subscriptions, and then you can just start from scratch. Yeah, there you go. Our lawyers have advised us to add that this is not real advice, and you should not do this. Yeah. If you have any questions, please call the pod offices of Jessica Campbellshire and Sons. Those are our lawyers. They're pretty serious. They're top of the line. Yeah. You don't want to We got the best one. of the best, Yep, because we're going to need lawyers. Nothing but the best for I us. I just feel like... We're going to need lawyers. <laughs> yes. Great. Kristen, do you want to read her next yeah, one? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. This one's also from Althea. She says, you guys have talked a lot about the constant struggle of being late with ADHD. My mom is famously late for everything. And as a kid, this caused me so much anxiety because I hated being late. Now, as an adult, I overcompensate by being ungodly early to everything. I used to be like that. And then I just stopped caring. So it's possible to do that. I never cared. So <laughs> there's a workaround. Yeah. Just don't care. <laughs> Just stop caring so much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know that I have no concept of time and I have no idea how long it takes me to get to places. So I'm usually 30 plus minutes early to everything. I'll just sit in my car until it's reasonably acceptable to go into the place because I hate the stress of being late. This doesn't apply to everything in my life, however. I'm the master procrastinator and would thrive on the stress and pressure of writing a paper or doing an entire project in one night. I don't think I've ever in my life not done anything school related at the very last minute. Same. You know, I would say when I was younger, I was very I was just like that where I was like 30 plus minutes early to everything. Yes, you were. It was really annoying. It was really <laughs> annoying for everybody. I was like a time freak. Yeah. From like a very young yeah, age. As it was a like small a child. weird trauma response to something. <laughs> I was probably like late once. And then I was like, never forget. <laughs> I've forgotten. <laughs> now I'm late to everything. I'm consistently late. Yay. Yay. At least you're consistent. Yep. <laughs> All right. You ready to read the last one? Yeah, and the last one. And this really just confirms everything that I've ever thought. So thank you for this, Althea. She said, I definitely remember doing a super taster thing in high school biology. Oh. Thank you, Althea. I'm not crazy. I think it might have been to see if we had an aversion to cilantro. But while most people just tasted the paper, mine was absolutely foul and nasty. So I guess that might make me a super taster. Althea, have you tried wine tasting? Because you'd be really good at that. Mm. We should talk. Hmm. Yeah, I'm also curious if you do have an aversion to cilantro because I like cilantro, even though I'm a super taster and you wouldn't think so. I feel like I have no, if something has cilantro, I'm like, oh yeah, cilantro. But if something doesn't have cilantro, like I, I, I have no, I'm indifferent. <laughs> You're indifferent to cilantro. Yeah. Hot take. 
I don't care about it. Yeah. <laughs> it could be there or not. Yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly that's exactly how I feel. I love cilantro. Okay. But thank you for confirming that the super taster thing is real. And I was right. And I want everyone to know it. Um, <laughs> she ends the letter by saying, even though I'm technically Gen Z, yeah. I can relate so hard to you guys. And I am loving the pod so much. Oh! So thank you, Althea. Thank you for listening and thank you for writing in. Those were perfect, beautiful quirks. You're so quirky. You're so quirky. Paying oh $4 a month for a subscription that you don't read. You just have to drive down there. <laughs> just go to Wall Street. Just go to Wall Street. Tell them what's up. Well, we might have to include you in a body double dare where we all have to make a phone call and you can call and cancel. Ooh. Or like I said, just uh, lose your debit card. Yep. Get a new one. Yep. Start over. Yep. Burn it all down. Have you accidentally shared some of your best inventions on a podcast because you insist on telling strangers your every waking thought? Now someone with a little bit of dopamine has turned that idea into a legitimate business plan and you feel you deserve a cut of the profits based on absolutely nothing? Hi, I'm Jessica Campbell-Shires. And I'm her sons. Just because you had no intention of ever following through on those ideas does not mean you are not entitled to compensation. Here at Campbell Shirts and Sons, we believe that thinking up half-baked ideas and vague concepts is just as hard as planning, starting, and running a successful business. And we will manipulate the justice system in any way we can to prove it in a court of law. In fact, we are so confident that if we don't get you at least 50% of that business, well, that is on you because we tried our best. Contact the pod offices of Campbell Shirt and Sons today, where my boys and I will fight for you the way we had to fight that raccoon at the water park after got into my cousin's angel dust. Remember that, boys? Calls now. So we recorded a Hobby Collectors a little bit ago about rock climbing. I went on and on forever. and But it was all really was informational. Long. Yes. But then we were also talking about other things for on and on and on. As we do. And it just got out of control. So I had to cut it out. Uh, cut, cut it out. out. Cut it out. Oh, did you see that? Uh, What's his face died? Speaking of cut it out. um, Danny. DeVito. Nope. Oh, my no. gosh. What the fuck? No. <laughs> Don't put that out there. No. We take it back. I can't handle that. Um, His name is Danny in the show, I think. Danny boy. Oh, Danny boy. <laughs> the pops, the Dan- pops are causing. Um, Bob Saget. Oh. Bob Saget died. Well, he was kind of gross. Yeah, but I don't know. I've heard mixed things of how he was maybe a good guy, but I've heard he his humor was really gross. His comedy yeah. was really gross. Anyway, I think he made dead. a couple comments about the Olsen twins turning Oh, 18. you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. Right. Gross, right. gross. So he doesn't get honorable mention on here. Um, I'm indifferent. <laughs> I am as well. Long live Danny DeVito. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll end on that. But we are going to add... Hopefully, unless we run out of time again, and then I'll save it again. But hopefully, we're going to add our rock climbing hobby collector section right Right here. here. And here. Right here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, And that was Hobby Collectors. uh, I hope you enjoyed Hobby Collectors. Welcome back. Welcome back. And now, it's time for Alternative Segments. Alternative. Wow. On this week's alternative segments, we're doing an ADHDers famous last words. These are phrases that ADHDers say, whether to ourselves or to someone else, that you know it's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. Yet we say them all the time. Yep, we're convinced that it will happen, even though we know it won't. I don't know. It's a weird something weird going on in our brains. Our friend of the podcast, Haley, gave me this idea because she texted me and asked if we had anything in our house that needed to be returned to a store but hasn't yet. I sent her a picture of a huge pile of boxes that (laughs) Ian and I have been meaning to return to various places. We still have our like internet router from our apartment. We moved out in June. Still haven't returned that. And we get 50 bucks if we bring it back. Like there's even incentive. Nope. It just we don't. So Haley kind of inspired. I'll save it for when you get a house. Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow, maybe. Haley inspired this idea because she said she also has a ton of boxes in her house of Mm -hmm. things that need to be returned and just haven't been returned yet. And it just made me think of all those different lines that we shouldn't say because they are our downfall. Um, So the first one is, if I don't like it, I'll just return it. (laughs) No, if it enters my home, it (laughs) lives in my home now. Unless it gets thrown out. Yep. Which it probably will. Because I never, it didn't fit, but I never returned it. Yep. 
I'll get to that tomorrow. Mm. I won't. No, you won't. No. I'll just sit down for a minute before I start this task. (laughs) (laughs) Seven hours later. (laughs) Sucked Uh, into TikTok. (laughs) Diet starts tomorrow. This also applies to the gym. I'll go to the gym tomorrow. Totally. I'll crawl tomorrow. (laughs) Hey, you did crawl today. I did crawl today. We did a little human centipede crawl. (laughs) (laughs) I took Kristen on my little path. We crawled around. (laughs) We did a pre-recording crawl. And then Lucy. Lucy was upset and barking. Well, yeah, because she saw a human centipede. Anybody would be upset. She was confused. Uh, But it was a good little warm-up, a little crawl before we pod. Um, Here's another one. Is it my turn or your turn? Uh, It's your turn. We're on number three. Oh, okay. I'll remember this later. I don't need to write it down. You won't. Based on what? Yeah. Not only will you not remember, but even if you did write it down, you probably lose the paper that you wrote it on. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't need to get that insurance policy. You probably do. You're going to break it. Yes. Yeah. Although, whenever I get an insurance policy, by the time I do break it, I forget that I had an insurance policy and then I just buy a new one usually. Or like, you forgot to make that account for your insurance uh, policy. I hate what you got to make an account for everything. Why can't I just have an insurance policy? I know. It's Why like, do I need an account to get the insurance? Because po- that's a whole another step. You got to set up the account. You have to make another goddamn password. They probably do that on purpose to weed out people like us ah. and save some money. Think of how much money companies save on a yearly basis oh. from ADHDers. Who buy the insurance policy but don't sign up for the insurance policy. Yes, or yeah. like forget that they have it and don't or use if you it. Have, you know, I always get like a glass cover for my phone and they're like, survives the life of your phone. It never does. And I never, I always just buy a new one rather than like getting my money back from Same. it. It's not worth it. Yeah. I'd rather just buy a new one. They're like seven dollars. Well, speaking of that, here's another one. I don't need a phone case. I'll just be extra careful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that also goes with like laptop screen protectors. Yeah. And... You who lost two phones in the snow. Yeah, I'll just be really careful this time. Yeah. This time it'll all be different. Yeah, <laughs> and it never is. We can always buy it now and then cancel it later. No, no. Like especially like plane tickets or something. Like with the COVID. I've always been like afraid to buy plane tickets because if I have to cancel, if I, I probably just won't cancel it. Actually, oh my God, I just remember this. We bought, Ian and I bought plane tickets to go to Belize, I think it was, Ooh. for our honeymoon. Ooh. I got super, super sick like the night of the wedding. I woke up just with, I think I had bronchitis maybe. Oh, oh, I remember that. Remember? And so we didn't end up, oh, it was Panama. So we didn't end up going to Panama and I emailed them and they said that we get a flight voucher for like the next year that it'll still be good. And I did nothing with it. And that was $600. And I just never got my money back. I never booked another plane ticket. So that's bad. Yep. So that's a direct example of when that did not work out. So don't buy it now and cancel it later. You won't. Yeah. Speaking of that, here's another one. I'll just do a free trial and then cancel it. (laughs) Uh, I think Athea can... uh, She didn't do a free trial. She's paying for that trial. Oh, she's paying for it already. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need a shopping list. Steel trap up here. I'll just remember it. (laughs) Yeah. I've been trying to buy granola bars for like the past three weeks. I keep forgetting. Um, Hopefully... We'll see. Tonight might be the night. It won't be. (laughs) I can be in the grocery store staring at the item that I really needed and my brain just won't even register it. And then I'll just like move past it and go home and like, fuck, I needed tomatoes. I was looking them in the eye. This is why you need carbon copy paper. Yes. Go with the buddy. Yep. And and then divide and conquer because even because you know you're going to lose that list at some point in time. Yes. And you have a backup. You can also take a picture of it, but then it gets lost in your pictures. And then I'm like, ah. I don't really need to look at that. Yeah. It's like, uh, even if I have it with me, half the time I'll be like, I don't need to look at it. I I got it up here. Yeah. Like, why not use it if it's there? I don't know. All right. I got one more. Little lies. Yes. Got one more. This hobby is who I am now. (laughs) You are the epitome of that. Yes, I am. Yeah. I always think I'm taking on this whole new personality, this whole new lifestyle. A hedgehog terrarium. I am a hedgehog terrarium-ist now. (laughs) (laughs) This one kind of applies to me so much. said, I'll just watch one more episode. (laughs) I stayed up till like 1.30, knowing that I had to get here at a reasonable time. I stayed up till like 1.30 last night. Also knowing that I was on call and I could be called in at any moment, so I should probably get some sleep. What were you watching? Uh, Midnight Mass. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Sounds good. Um, A little slow to start, but I would just like to say if 
the Catholic Church was as exciting as that it makes it out to be, then I would still be a Catholic. Would you? Well, yeah. This, this is wild what's going on right now. A lot know. of blood. I'd rather just stay out of it. Mm. All right. All right. Uh, this has been Alternative Segments. Oh, man. Okay. And we are pulling into the station with our last segment of the day. All right. Pizza secrets. Tell me a secret. Pizza secrets. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today I have a quick little pizza secret, and then I want to read you an anonymous pizza secret and just have you react to it for the first time. Anonymous. Yep. So I was talking about all my different restaurant pizza secrets and how I realized I have a lot. And here is one of them. Yep. When I lived in Boston, once again, I worked at a restaurant. Bad idea. Should we say the name yeah, of the I was restaurant? Gonna say You're going to say the name? Yes. I just hope that they don't. Oh, I don't care. Okay. I worked at Cask and Flagon. Um, it's like right across from Fenway. There's like chaos there all yeah, the time. I only worked there for like two or three weeks. Okay. <laughs> I, I just can't imagine. Every time I went there, I was like, this is just bonkers yeah it was really crazy it didn't even matter if it was like a red sox game or not it was just like the drunkest people yeah but during the day there's like no one and they always put me on lunch shifts like right after the season ended no it was bad i didn't make any money oh well that's kind of sucks the thing that sucks about being a waitress is like you don't want work so you don't want people to come in but you also need tips so you need people to come in. yeah you just need like one really rich guy who likes you that uh, didn't really happen very often. Not at the cask and flag. <laughs> not at the cask and flag. <laughs> the men there did not like yeah. me. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So I was working. It was my first like big night where there was a Red Sox game. And so the game had just gotten out. And cask and flag is literally right across the corner from Fenway. So this is a really big bar that people go to after yeah. games. So it was just absolutely packed. I've said it before, I have an auditory processing disorder, so I have a really hard time like understanding people's voices when there's a lot of background noise. It just sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher of wah, 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 wah. So I was taking this man's drink order. It was really loud. I couldn't hear him. I asked, what did you say like three times? And then, you know what we do. We just pretend that we heard it because yep. <laughs> I can only ask what so many times. I could not comprehend what he was saying to me. So I was like, yep, got it. I just made up a drink order. I also nice. don't know about drinks. So I couldn't even be like, oh, just, you know, it sounds like he was ordering something like a whiskey sour. So I'll just grab this whiskey. Like, I don't know. What's a whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even I don't know. I don't know enough. That was a glass of wine. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know enough to even bullshit in order. So I think I just pressed two different, one soda and one hard alcohol. Oh, shit. Here's your drink. And I brought it to him and he tasted it. And obviously he was like, this is not what I ordered. So I went back and I did it again. (laughs) He's like, this still (laughs) isn't drink. No, I pressed a different one this time. He was like, this still isn't what I ordered. (laughs) And then I went and cried in the bathroom. Oh, no. And I quit shortly after. Did he ever get his drink? Um, I don't think so. Oh, shit. <laughs> I literally could not comprehend what he was oh, saying. Oh, my God. I think he was saying like a Seagram's and seven, but I didn't know oh, that's what a that was. I didn't know what that was. I was like I don't 22, know what that 23. Yeah, yeah. I don't. What is it? What is that? I feel like the lesson from the story is that we both need to drink more hard alcohol. No, I think the lesson is oh. I shouldn't be allowed to work in a restaurant. Yeah, I mean that too, but yeah. <laughs> because all of my stories end with, and I quit shortly after. <laughs> So that was upsetting and traumatic. Oh, I'm sorry. Pizza secret! Pizza secret! <laughs> and to that man, I'm not really that sorry because, I don't know, you're drinking at Cask and Flagon, right, so, so I bet what he was expect? a mumbler. You know what drives me fucking yes. nuts? Mumblers. Mm. If you're going to say something, just say it. Don't mumble, you know, meagerly mumble your way through something, you know? I just... Unless you have a speech disorder. And that's okay. You have a speech disorder. I'm an SLP. I need to say that. Okay. Well, I'm not an SLP and I have a, I just don't hear slash pay attention and I need you to speak up, doctors, when Mm. we're operating. You can't just be mumbling through things if you need something done. Well, that's hard for me because like, and especially because of the mask thing with COVID, I didn't realize just how much I rely on looking at people's mouths and their lips until people started wearing masks. And I was like, I don't know what anyone is saying right? because I I guess I rely on that a lot. And same with talking on the phone. I hate talking on the phone. And now I know it's because I have an auditory processing disorder. And I, if I'm not watching someone speaking, I have a really hard time understanding what they're saying. I'm not going to call anybody out, but every once in a while, I work with a surgeon who super loud when we're out and about 
talking to patients. And then the second we get in the OR, he's like all Mr. Silence and just like whisper sweet nothings. And I'm, you know, trying to concentrate, trying to do things. And then I got to listen to him, you know, just in a hushed tone, say things like, we need another unit of blood. I'm like, I feel like that should be shouted. <laughs> and you can only say what so many yeah, times. I'm yeah. like, uh-huh. Yep, yep. And then you're just like filling yep. with saline because you didn't yeah, hear it uh, And he's like, no, no. That's not what I said. Oh, I'm like, more, well, more morphine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, what did you say? And we just end up getting in a fight. All right. I Sorry, I'm finding uh, her pizza secret. Don't look. Oh, I'm oh finding okay, her pizza okay, secret. Okay, okay. I, I'm just excited. <laughs> All right. <laughs> One, because I didn't have to prepare a secret, piece of secret. I've been feeling bad about my past piece of secrets because, oh, man, it's it's like cathartic, but I also feel bad about it. Why do you feel bad? Catholic guilt. Blame the Catholics. When I was out to dinner with my friends, Jesse and Sarah, I was think, I think I was talking about that last time, but Sarah was like, is it weird, like, thinking about all these people who you don't know, just, like, knowing these intimate details of your life? And I was like, uh, honestly, I hadn't really thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you hadn't said that. Yeah. Because now well, I'm thinking like, about it. It's weird. I just didn't even think about it. I have, like, one coworker who listens, and every once in a while, he'll, he'll bring up, he goes, oh, I'm on this part of the podcast, and he's a couple episodes behind. Hmm. Catch up. Catch up. And then he'll like remind me of like, oh, like that really shitty thing you did to that person. And I'm like, fuck. Because the second I leave, you know, the recording of the pod loft, all, all the pizza, it's like I forget about all my pizza secrets. Yes. But anyway, okay. All right. This is an anonymous pizza secret. Yes. But I know this person. You know this person. We grew up with them. We were just talking, we were chatting, and they said this. And I was like, that is horrifying and phenomenal. Can I read that as a pizza secret? And they said yes. But they want to remain anonymous. Well, I offered to keep it anonymous. And so until they say otherwise, I'm just going to keep it anonymous. You said this is horrifying. Well, it's, you'll see. Uh, It's horrifying in a very specific way. (laughs) Okay. All right. This says, uh, I once kicked my friend's viola all the way to practice from Tremont Street to Lincoln Middle School, which is our middle school. And I was caught by her strings teacher. She was watching from the window of the music no. room. Wait, Sh- was shocked. it in the case? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it was in the case, but she was kicking her friend's viola in the case down the street. And the music teacher was shocked at how she would treat an instrument. And she had to write a handwritten apology. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Pizza secret. Pizza secret. It's not even her viola. I know it was her friend. Oh my God! <laughs> Isn't that horrible? Who? It was someone who was a little shit like me. A little shit. She and I, we've always it's been a lady friends. Yes. Uh, and went to Lincoln Middle School. Yes. I've got a couple guesses. All right, let me hear them. Okay, guess number one, Brenda right. Kelly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly who it was. <laughs> Like you know, a five hundred dollar instrument. Yeah, it was Megan's. It was oh, Megan's. It was, no, <laughs> yeah, no. Megan's viola. Just kicking down the street. <laughs> that's like two hundred feet. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's that's quite a ways. <laughs> yeah, it's in meters. That's quite a bit of meters I for need, our I UK conversion. <laughs> we have Canadian listeners too. Oh right? yeah, we got to do the conversion. Come on, the Two hundred feet is. Well, do you know if it's two hundred feet? That doesn't sound like long enough. It's going to be longer than that. Tremont Street. Tremont Street. Tremont Street. Okay. Yep. All right. So I was a little off. I said it was 200 feet. That's it was way f- for, from Google. Yep. 0.4 miles, which is 2,112 feet. Just a little off. <laughs> and then if we convert. 0.4 miles. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a really long way to kick a viola. Yeah, I mean, that's any, such a... any amount of distance is a long okay. way to kick a viola. And then in, in meters, just for, for our Canadian and anybody who uses like the better the metric system, which is by far better than what we use here in the U.S., uh, that's 643 meters. Hmm. Actually, if you round it, 644 meters. Good so yeah, gonna... quite a fucking <laughs> yeah, bit. quite a ways. To kick a, you know, really expensive. How much are violas going for nowadays? I don't know. Well, it would be like a school instrument, but still. All right, we got to wrap this up. Okay. Stop looking at prices of violas. <laughs> Shopping. <laughs> uh, it's about 300 bucks. Damn. Yeah. 
And just the idea, I mean, Lincoln is like a three-story building, so I'm just picturing our strings teacher, who was at the top floor, just like standing in the window at the top of the middle school, just watching her do this, kicking it down the street, horrified. She's just like, oh my God. (laughs) Then she had to write a handwritten apology. (laughs) I've had to write quite a few handwritten apologies myself. Yeah, for various things. I got a lot of detentions in high school, but I'll save it for another episode. Okay, I was going to say, I don't think I got any, I was a good kid, kind of. I was not. You know what I was afraid of most? My mom. Because mm. she's just, she wasn't, you know, she never like threatened us or anything, but she was just like, you better be. It was bubbling under the surface, yeah. something. Was, you were even, everybody's afraid of yeah, Teresa. I was scared of your mom, yeah. Mother Teresa. Yeah, everybody was. Yep. She was everybody's mom. She still is. Um. Yeah, so. Princess Secrets. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, mildly horrifying. I can't believe you just got that on the first guess. <laughs> I just I, that says a lot about I, you, I, anonymous person. I know. <laughs> oh my god! I um, feel like I gave it away by saying she was a little shit like me. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Because she was very her shitty little behaviors are very similar to mine. They were. I remember you guys hung out a lot. Yeah, we also used to we used to ninja kick each other's legs in gym class. We'd like sneak up behind each other and just like do the thing where you like crouch on the ground, like swirl your leg around, like kick the other person's legs out from under them. <laughs> we would just do that to each other. Just just for fun. <laughs> just for fun. Did the viola make it? Did you have to like retune it? Was the case beat up? Just kicking it? Why why did you have, I have so many questions? Why did you have it in the first place? Was the other person there? Did they know? Did they watch you? Did they partake in She the was kicking? probably watching and thinking it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Megan Tabrina is you to me. Ah, uh, wait. So, so you're, you're you're the Megan. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm the Brina. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Except they were way more popular. Probably what, for the right reasons. What is popularity? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this has been our episode. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Oh, before we go, oh. you brought up the fact that we have listeners in other countries. Yeah, we do. We have listeners in Russia. Heck yeah. Thank you, Russia. Thanks, we Russia. Two downloads in Israel. Holy crap. Which, like, thank you for listening. Thanks, Israel. I never would have expected that. You must think we're insane, yeah. but thank you for listening. Yeah. We have a few downloads in Canada. Yeah, Canada. Canada. I'm jealous of your healthcare system. Oh, uh, must be nice. Yeah. And we have... What do we, we get? Thailand? Philippines. Two listens in the Philippines. Philippines. And I think we've had a couple more in past months. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, our international listeners. That's yes. great. This we really great. appreciate your I support. Appreciate the support. Feel free to write in. I don't know any other languages. You know I, a bit of Spanish. Oh, we had a listener in Mexico, I think. Oh, did we really? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. I know a tiny bit of Spanish, but not enough to have like a real conversation. Hmm. Not enough to do anything, really, unless there's, like, a biblioteca nearby. Or someone's, like, slowly ordering a drink from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quieras un cerveza? Cerveza. <laughs> uh, si. you, know, you know what I know how to do? I know how to introduce myself in Spanish, say that I'm a physician assistant, and say that I don't know any other Spanish. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> that's helpful. And that I need a, a translator. Hmm, that's helpful. And then, they, you know what they always... So I say that to patients just, you know, because to try to be funny... If they speak Spanish, try to like ease their fears because I can't imagine being in the American healthcare system if you don't speak English or just or even if you do, yeah. but especially if you don't. <laughs> so so you know, I try to I try to go in with a joke. Doesn't work all the time. But, doesn't, doesn't land. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you keep trying. Yeah, and that's you know what, what I appreciate they, they about go, you. All oh, your Spanish is great in Spanish, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> Didn't catch any. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are one of our listeners in another country. If you are English, for please, it. because we are ignorant to other languages. Ugh, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm Our sorry. educational system sorry. is not as great as we had hoped. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. But email us at weirdsofafeather at gmail.com and just let us know. Why you listen to us? Yeah. Not in a bad way. We're glad you're listening. We're just, but like, I'm, I'm in awe. Who, are, who are we? Shocked. Who are we to have Israeli listeners? Yeah. Like Russian listeners. We're no one. We're nothing. I'm so excited. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Also, tell us about yourself. I want to know what are you do, what are you doing in Israel? Yeah. What's like being diagnosed with ADHD yeah. like in Russia? How's the weather in Russia? <laughs> Is it cold? More importantly, tell us about ADHD. <laughs> I, I can just True. look up the weather. And well, it's cold. Yes. Yep, let's wrap this down because... If you have any, like, weird neighborhood drama, I want to know about it. That's, that's for you as listeners, too. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> sure. 
All right. Okay. Um, (laughs) And remember, if you're going to write us in, just let us know your relationship to ADHD. Because we're taking notes. No, we're not. We're just we're just curious. Yep. Uh, You can reach us at weirdsoffeather at gmail.com, like we already said. You can DM us at Weirds of Feather. We have an Instagram. We post little updates and uh, we've been taking a lot of polls recently because they're fun. And what am I doing with all that information? You'll see. No, you won't. I'm not doing (laughs) it. Oh, we have big plans. Big plans. We have Excel spreadsheets and calculators involved. Yeah, lots of number crunching. Yeah, yeah. We have one of those, you know, those hats that they used to use in like the 40s on Wall Street to crunch down the green visors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have those. Yep. Times two. Yep. Um, (laughs) And we can also be reached on TikTok. Um, And that's it. We don't need to keep saying a bunch of stuff. I think that's it. The episode is too long already. Yep. Yep. I might have to cut out the hobby collectors after all. We'll see. (laughs) Let's see how far I get with editing. All right. We will talk to you next time. All right. Bye. I feel like I need a new bird to mix it up. Yeah. We should look up bird. Ooh. Bird calls. Not right now. Ooh, that's a good one. That's like a Victorian dove. Oh, thanks, Luce. It's an interesting bird. Yeah. It's like a velociraptor. Well, aren't they, aren't birds descendants from dinosaurs? So you're not wrong. You're, you're not right. wrong. I'm not wrong. It's a chicken. <laughs>